This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I guess that Red Sox highlight hype video didn't work out for the Yanks exactly. I mean, look, there there is no good ending to a season if you do not win the World Series. And the Yankees have come close in recent years as far as getting to the championship series only to fall short time and again. And, you know, unfortunately to the same friggin' team with the Houston Astros. But the Yankees' drought continues on since 2009. They have not been to or won a World Series, and you get swept. Never a good way to lose, but to get swept, that's embarrassing. And that does show the disparity between the two teams, and that is a problem. I mean, this was not, whether you picked the Astros, and I know a lot of people were on the Astros before this series, and look, rightfully so, the Astros were the best team in the American League all year long. But as we've seen in the National League, the best team does not always win. So why is it that the Yankees couldn't even win a game against the Astros? And I don't want to hear about no Benintendi and no LeMahieu. Hey, injuries are a part of it. Now, does it suck losing those guys? Sure. Or the guys in the bullpen? Sure. You'd like to see a full team. I don't think it would have made a difference in this particular series. The Astros were clearly the better team. And, you know, the Yankee fan chanting, we want Houston, we want Houston, and then Houston now talking trash. This is an embarrassment for the Yankees because look at all the people now who are mocking the once proud franchise of the New York Yankees who used to do the mocking. The Yankees used to do the beating. They used to give the teams the beatings. Now they're taking them. Whether it's Pedro on TBS mocking the Yankees, whether it's Martin Maldonado saying they wanted Houston, they got it, and they got swept. Whether it's the Astros partying in their clubhouse with brooms. I mean, you name it. The Yankees are a right now a laughingstock. They got swept out of the ALCS by the team who has owned them. That's a problem. You know, they've they've regressed since twenty seventeen. We talked about it in 2017. They went to Game 7 of a in a year where nobody expected anything from the New York Yankees. Joe Girardi took that team, and I know there were some issues you know, against the, the Cleveland team that series. You know, where Girardi made some bonehead decisions or all that stuff. Still, Joe Girardi led the Yankees in 2017 to Game 7 of the ALCS when there were zero expectations with that ball club. Then Aaron Boone took over in 2018, first round and out to the Red Sox. Then 2019, back to the LCS against the hated Astros again. Losing in this time to six, losing to Astros in six games. Regression. 2020, out by the Rays in the DS. 
2021, lucky. See, last year was different because the regular season was bad. We weren't used to that. We were used to the Yankees, this Yankee group, failing in the postseason. You know, mashing in the regular season and not scoring in the postseason. That's what we were used to. Last year, they didn't hit well enough or play well enough in the regular season. So Brian Cashman knew we had no choice but to wake up and change some things this offseason. I remember last year, the regular season was the issue. They barely make the playoffs, but they do make it. They lose in the wild card game. Does it even count? For the Yankees, not really. But then this year, they win the division. And they started out, even with expectations, not to the level that the Yankees are used to, while we always say, hey, it's World Series appearance or bust or World Series win or bust, I don't think many people truly believe this Yankee team was that good after the offseason that they had. And by the way, this is not just, this doesn't happen overnight. This is years in the making to how we got here today with this Yankees team. This is years in the making. Choosing John Carl Stanton at the end of 2017 during that offseason prior to 2018. I mean, we've referenced that one a hundred million times. It's going to continue to happen until something has changed with this Yankee team. But that was, to me, the beginning of the end. Or Brian Cashman going all in on the same type of players. Guys who could hit home runs but strike out a ton. Neglecting batting average or defense or putting the ball in play. Until finally this year where there was some balance. But anyway, the Yankees also not going big in the offseason. Desperately needed the shortstop. The old Yankees, the Yankees that I grew up hating, they'd go get the best shortstop on the market. No questions asked. Seager, Correa, whoever it may be, they'd go get him. Hey, we haven't been in a World Series or won one since 2009. Let's go do something about that. Not this Yankee team. This Yankee team sits back and says, oh, you spend enough money, we should be able to get it done with this group. We have some nice young players in our farm system. We're not going to go nuts making trades either. We will be all right. We don't need Luis Castillo when we could get Frankie Montas. (laughs) You think about how far the mighty have fallen with the Yankees, and then you wonder, well, geez, it makes sense that they haven't been back to a World Series since 2009. But this year they start out overachieving playing like the 98 Yankees. Now, I never believed that. And I think if you pay enough attention, you never really truly believed this was that team. It was so different. That team was already established as a World Series winning team, as a team who was in the postseason in 97, even though they got eliminated. Back again in 1998 and, and had a historic season. Different. This team clearly overachieved during that run. And even when we were going through it, I never felt they were really legitimate. Then they hit their struggles, and then that's where we should have really known, where the Astros, remember the Yankees had the lead on the Strohs for a while, then the Astros blow by them, beat them head-to-head, blow by them, take over that home field advantage, which is the thing we were always looking to, knowing or expecting that these two teams would meet. But anyway, the Yanks were able to hold on and avoid a total collapse in the AL East. Win the division, get that second by in a weakened American League. It's not being disrespectful. I think that that's being factual. The American League was nowhere near as strong as the National League was this year. Overall, top to bottom. But the Yankees get the second seed, get into the division series, and maybe the biggest, and now obviously a lot happened you know, throughout, whether it's judges, historic season, injuries, trades, whatever. Moves not made, moves made. Uh, we don't need to bore you with the details of that. We know what happened, but maybe the biggest telltale sign was the fact that the Yankees took five games to get rid of the Guardians and probably wouldn't have if 
Terry Francona wasn't a bonehead and starting Savali, a guy who you or I could have taken deep. All due respect. It took five games to take care of Cleveland. The Yankees should be better than that. And that was really the end of it. They weren't set up properly to go into Houston. They had opportunities in this series. You know, whether it's Boone going with lesser arms in the bullpen, whether it is, I mean, you name a guy in that lineup, Judge, Torres, Donaldson, Carpenter, Cabrera. I mean, it, all of them. Just not good enough. Nobody's getting the job done. They didn't do it. They didn't do it in game one, two, three, or four. And they wouldn't have done it in game five, six, or seven if there were. This is a pattern with this Yankees team. This is a pattern with this philosophy, even though Cashman tried to change it up a little bit, valuing defense. What an idea, right? It's unbelievable. Hey, you know what? Maybe we should try to catch the ball this year. And even with that, still booting balls costing them. Whether it's Harrison Bader, and I do blame Judge for that one running in front of him. Whether it is Glaber Torres and IKF last night. See, maybe the, the thing that's the most scary of it, Brian Cashman and his organization told you, or told us, that Glaber Torres was a shortstop. When in reality, at least I knew, he was not. Brian Cashman, again, after then admitting that mistake and moving Glaber Torres to second base, went out and got IKF and told you that he was a great defensive shortstop. And then we watched him, and we knew he was not. But the Yankees were steadfast on the numbers and until the end, of course. And that's why you could sit here and make the excuse and say, well, they were injured, Sal. That's why they had to figure out what their lineup was going to be like. And I would say, no. They've known this for a while. Benintendi's been out for a while. LeMayu's been out for a while. The Yankees have made do. They've had plenty of time to figure it the bleep out, and they didn't. And they're messing around with lineups, and they're messing around with defensive alignment, who's in, who's out, who's hitting where. They're messing around with that stuff in the postseason. That doesn't happen with good teams. This Yankee team actually overachieved, and I know what you're going to say. You all want Boone out. He'll be the first guy on the chopping block. And I understand it. It's not his fault, but I understand why you would say that. This is, to me, he'd be the last guy that I'd blame. You want to start a start a line? Brian Cashman would be at the forefront, but I told you that last year. During last year's regular season, to me it was quite evident that it was time for a change with philosophy in the Yankee organization. And not that Brian Cashman's not a good GM or hasn't been or can't be. I actually like Brian Cashman a lot. I think he's transparent. I think he's made some brilliant moves. Obviously, he's made some bad moves, as would any GM. Even the best GMs in the world make some bad decisions. And Cashman's been here so long that maybe the bad decisions become magnified, especially when the team hasn't won or been to a World Series since 2009. But I just thought it was a, ch a time for a change in philosophy. There were too many moves. And the Yankees banging their head against the wall, expecting different results. To, it was just the same way that Cashman and the Yankees told Joe Girardi, hey, we love you, we think you're great, but we're going to move in a different direction. That's what I believe ownership should have told Brian Cashman last year. But they didn't. And then Cashman did kind of change his philosophy a little bit. 
Still didn't work. Didn't work. Now, the manager's the easiest thing you feel like, oh, yeah, let's get Boone. But do you think Boone actually manages these games? I joke around and call him a data applicator. Guess what? Because he is a data applicator. That's why the Yankees wanted to hire him. And it's not a knock on him necessarily. It's a knock on the organization for not wanting to hire an actual manager. They wanted to hire an extension of the front office to put down in that dugout that's going to be relatable to players. Well, that's what they got. That's why I blame the front office more than anything. This is on the Yankee hierarchy. This is on ownership. Brian Cashman, his staff, all of it. And I don't have any faith moving forward that things are going to change. So let's say that again, just like after last year's disappointment, this year they run it back with the same thing. Cashman and Boone. Are we really going to see a different philosophy? You might see different players. Some different players where they could work him in. But it's the same philosophy. The same guy that thought it was a good idea to play Glaber Torres at short. The same guy that thought it was a big steal of a move to get Connor Falefa. The same guy that brought in Josh Donaldson for $25 million or over $20 million a year. He's on the hook again next year. I mean, wow. Wow. Josh Donaldson was their big move. He's going to still be here. So why would I trust not just Cashman, but the Yankee organization to make the proper adjustments? And by the way, they're not even close. I know it sounds strange saying that, being that they went to the championship series, but they've only gotten further away from it. Like we said, 2017 went with seven games to the Astros. 2019, six games. Now 2022, a four-game sweep. And I thought going in, you know, remember, too, the Astros have lost. How many superstars have the Astros lost since 2017? I thought going in, this team was maybe the most vulnerable. We assume they're not cheating. And by the way, they're shutting everybody up who ran their mouth about them only being good because they cheated, as they've proven to be a premier organization in the sport. But anyway, not only did the Astros lose a lot of those star players, I felt like the Yankees were more balanced. Definitely had better pitching going into this series as opposed to years past where they had Cole, Cortez, and Severino. Now, who knew that Cortez had a groin injury? Although I guess the Yankees knew, and then Boone still thought it was, somehow thought it was a good decision to leave him in there. Anyway, the Yankees pitching was lined up as far as starters go, better in any series in years past with the Astros, I thought, this year. They had better balance in that lineup, I thought. But you know what? The same guys aren't getting the job done. Doesn't matter if they have some contact hitters at the bottom of the order. And by the way, what is their lineup? I don't know. I think they're still trying to figure it out. But you look at where to point the blame. I hate to do this, but Aaron Judge... See, the way that I would pinpoint the most blame would be where is the drop-off? And and this has been the same old story every year with this team. Where's the drop-off from regular season performance 
to the postseason because how come they can dominate the majority of the time in the regular season, but then they get to the playoffs and they come up short, if not flat out fail. So Judge, I mean, it's been Luke Voigt in 2022. I reference him all the time. Yankees as a whole in 2018. I mean, you pick up, pick a guy, Gary Sanchez, whoever it may be. You know the cast of characters. This year, Judge had the historic season, and we all said it throughout the course of the year. Why is Aaron Judge the surefire MVP? Why is he so much better than Shohei Otani? What was the answer? Because without Aaron Judge, the Yankees would be nowhere. Well, without Aaron Judge performing at the highest of levels in the postseason, the Yankees are going home. Glaber Torres continues to be a massive bust. And I would think, now, if it were me, I told you, I'd look to move on from John Carlson. I'd look, a total remake for me. I've had enough of this group that continues to fail. And I'm not saying Stanton's the, the guy to blame here as far as their postseason offensive struggles, but he's got severe limitations, whether it's in the regular season, whether it's not being able to play the field, whether it's staying healthy, whether it's inconsistency. That, to me, was where the Yankees went wrong. Spent all that money on John Carl Stanton, and he's been a disappointment, whether he's gotten big hits in the postseason or not. I hated that trade at the time. I hate it now years later. But I look at Gleyber Torres and say he is a massive, massive disappointment and one of the main culprits to why this Yankee team is again going home prior to playing in the World Series. You know, the fact that the Yankees had to rely on Matt Carpenter, a guy off the scrap heap, that Yankee fans are going nuts about re- thinking that you could actually count on him in the postseason after missing two months. Even if he didn't get hurt, Matt Carpenter, his career was and probably is over. He came out of nowhere to produce. It made up for a lot of the poor performances that from guys that you were can, you know counting on to get the job done. Can't even blame him. Trevino played way over his head to an all-star level in the first half. Carpenter, as we said. I mean, think about it. Think about the things that the Yankees had in the first half of the season that turned out to really be an aberration. Bottom line is, I really do think they actually overachieved as far as you know, winning that division the way that they did, basically in control of it from wire to wire. And then taking care of Cleveland in the first round, they overachieved. And I don't I can't rip the manager for that. This is not Aaron Boone's fault. It's Judge, it's Stanton, it's Torres, it's Donaldson, it's Carpenter. It's LeMayu who can't stay healthy. It's all those guys first. And the guy who put this team together and has continued to put this team together for years, Brian Cashman, he'd be front and center. And I hate to go through the whole offseason again, banging our heads against the wall, beating that drum. Cashman's got to go. Cashman's got to go. Boone's got to go. But in reality, how could anybody... With a straight face, I don't care if it's from the Yankee organization, Yankee fans, whoever, how could they say that they believe things will change next year? Based on what? 
The Astros are running circles around you. It's gotten worse. It is time for change one way or another, whether it's just or not. Whether it's performance-based or not, hard to, hey, look, hard to justify firing a general manager and a manager after winning a division and getting to the championship series, right? Well, Brian Cashman fired a manager who won a World Series, and I know he technically didn't fire him, they let him go, but they didn't want him back. After he won a World Series, and then, you know, he won a World Series, obviously, 2009, and then took a team that overachieved to Game 7 in the ALCS against a team that cheated to beat him. And you let him go. So if you could let Joe Girardi go, what's fair is fair. Brian's Cashman, Brian Cashman's time is long up. And I like him. It's time for a change. And if that doesn't change, why would we expect that the results of the Yankees' season are going to change? Because they're in the playoffs every year, which is a great accomplishment. It's different for the Yankees. These are not the Yankees that I grew up hating. These Yankees are soft. These Yankees are not a good postseason team. The complete opposite of the 90s. Not that you ever try to recapture that because it's impossible. That's what made those teams so special. But they can be better. If the Astros could do it, if the Rays could do it, if the Red Sox can do it, the Yankees should be able to do it. And showing Red Sox hype videos of when they embarrassed the Yankees in 2004 to get the Yankees pumped up for the series is not the way to do it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. So it's officially football season. Thank God for the Giants and the Jets. Who would have thought we'd be saying that? 
Hey, look, it was a fun New York baseball year, a completely disappointing ending in October for both the Mets and the Yankees. And just look, for for different reasons. The Mets obviously disappointed in not winning the division and then going out in the wild card round. Yankees getting swept in the championship series. So two duds in October for both the Mets and the Yankees. But at least we have football to look forward to as uh, maybe officially tomorrow we'll turn our attention to that. And, of course, the hot stove and the offseason and what's going to happen with the Yankees. You know, where do they go from here? Where do the Yankees go from here? That's a bigger issue. And when you compare the two, and not to get into this is a Yankee day, but when you compare the two, the, the Mets at least are on the rise because of the new owner. They have a direction. Now, who knows where the hell that's going to take? I mean, I have no idea. I mean, they can win 100 games next year again and and either not uh, win the division or be out in the first round. Who knows? They have a lot uh, of their own issues, and and plus the free agents, all that stuff. But you know that the Mets, the one thing's for certain, they have an owner that is not going to accept losing and that is going to spend – and try to get the Mets back to relevancy consistently. The Yankees, we don't know what's going to happen with them anymore. It used to be a given. Oh, Bryce Harper on the market? Yankee. Oh, Manny Machado on the market? Yankee. Corey Seager, Carlos Correa? Yankee. Yankee. And now it's, why don't we trade for Connor Falefa and Josh Donaldson? The Yankees are doing what the Mets used to do. Now, I'm not saying you're going to go out there and spend $400 million, although you might have to, to keep Aaron Judge. But And even the idea that we're talking about the Yankees potentially losing Aaron Judge, think about that. What? The Yankees might lose one of the best players in the world to free agency? How's that even a possibility? Now, I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think the Yankees might come up short when it comes to the best offer. It's just a matter of how short. Judge wants to be a Yankee. But if there's a team that's going to offer him 30, 50, however many million more, is he going to leave? If the Yankees would lose in years past, you remember 2008? What happened in 2009, the last time that they actually won? They went out there and spent and spent big. CC, AJ, Teixeira. And it worked. What a shock. They ha- The Yankees have been in dire need of of significant change, and they just haven't done it. And yet again, they're going home. And this time, they get swept away at home. Tommy's calling from Nassau County. What's up, Tommy? Sal, I couldn't wait to talk to you this morning. You're like my therapist. Um, I got to tell you, yesterday... I'm glad I didn't lose much sleep. I woke up this morning. I turned on ESPN. I, I shut it down when it was 4-3. Like you said, thank God for the Jets. Thank God for the Giants. Thank God for football. <laughs> Hard but to I believe, gotta tell right? you, Oh, my God. I got to tell you. I just, I mean, listen. At the end of the day, you need performance out of these players. These guys are getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars and they did not perform. That's number one. So let's we'll start out with that, okay? And that's where it starts. But at the end of the day, I also feel like Boone, I don't understand. He must have something on Josh Donaldson that he has to keep playing him. And I just don't understand why you can't put in one of these young plays. 
you have nothing to lose. It's game four of, you know, mm-hmm. the last game of the season. It's, it's, this is it for you. Why are you putting this guy in? All he, he looks at strike one, strike two, and then swings out a pitch that's out of the zone. He's been I mean, terrible all year long. He, he's been awful I, all year long, Tommy. But let me just counter for a second. Now, I don't like Donaldson. I thought it was a stupid trade to begin with with the Yankees. But think about it this way. Who else right now on their current roster do you think you'd rather have up in that spot? Now you say, well, anybody, uh, play, uh, you know, play Peraza at short I and play you. Connor Fleff at third. But th- those guys, come on. You know what? They're not good either. You know what? You, you took IKF out already. So you know what? You... You have Peraza. Put him in. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose. Put him in. You're down 3-0. You were down 2-0. You were down 1-0. And, you know, at the beginning, our biggest worry, we thought it was going to be pitching. The pitches performed. The pitches kept you in the game. Yeah, I always thought, Tommy, I I always thought, because this has been the same thing. You know from watching this team, it's the same thing every year. They rake in the regular season, and then they don't hit in the postseason every freaking year. And I'll tell you right now, don't be surprised if the Yankees use judges' performance in the the, uh, playoffs, in the postseason. I guarantee you they're going to use that as, as a bargaining tool to get them for cheaper. And that's how they're going to lose them. It might be. I mean, that might be the you, case. And thank you for the call, Tommy. I'm sorry about your Yanks, man. I'm mean, glad we could be here to try to help. And that's really what this is. Like you said, it's going to be three hours of, or it should be, of Yankee calls. I mean, I, you know, the season is over here in embarrassing fashion, getting swept away like that. It's just, I know the Astros are a better team, but the way the Yankees performed in this series is inexcusable. Poor defense. The offense is just not there. You know, we joked the other day about calling them the Yankees, and they were. I mean, they, they strike out a billion times. I was not concerned about the pitching at all. Coming into this series, you had to have liked Cole. I mean, Tyone I was concerned about, but then after Tyone goes out there and actually did his job in game one, behind that, you knew you should be getting solid pitching performances. Bullpen, sure. Who's going to close out a game? Unfortunately, you know, the Yankees have never got to that. But they kind of gave away game one, the Yanks did. That was a total mistake. This was just a mess of a series. The lineups, the bullpen usage, it was just a total mess of a series. But the bottom line is with this organization, it's the same stuff. They build a team that feasts on crappy pitching in the regular season, and then come playoff time, they don't hit. The biggest culprits this postseason have to be, and I hate to pick on him because he really should get a, a pass for a lifetime based off of this year, Judge, Torres, Donaldson. Those three would be the biggest culprits to me. Now, Donaldson at least was consistent. He sucked in the regular season too. And you're looking for, okay, well, how, Sal, can they continue to run Donaldson out there? The reason is because they don't have anybody else. Had they had LeMahieu, Donaldson would be on the bench. I, I feel confident in saying that. Remember, the issue coming into the year was how are they going to get all these guys at bats? And LeMayu is the one guy you don't want to have out of the lineup. Unfortunately, his health wasn't going to allow him to be in the lineup. But if he were healthy, Donaldson would have been out. That's an upgrade. But you can't say IKF at third and Peraza at short 
while it may be better defensively because Peraza is a stud defensive shortstop, you could see it in an inning. You watch him play, you know right away. The complete opposite of IKF. But anyway, you can't tell me that IKF at third and Peraza at short are going to be better offensively. You Remember, the Yankees got nothing from catcher offensively. Nothing from shortstop. Nothing from third base, nothing from second base, nothing from left field. I mean, do we need to go on? Nothing from right field, essentially. Really, it was Bader, Rizzo, and a little bit of Stanton sprinkled in. Embarrassing performance. Ed is calling from Sydney Center, New York. What's up, Ed? Hey, Sid, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, and, and you're doing a great job. I hope WFN pr- appreciates you. I certainly do. I, well, had I appreciate a, uh, that, Ed. What's on your mind? Uh, I, I had a New York Giants, uh, no, sorry, I'm, I'm New York Yankees uh, comment. If you have time, I had a comment about the Giants, but the main mm-hmm. thing tonight is Yankees, of course. Um, I, I, I've been a, I'm 51 years old. And I rooted for them for the last 44 years. So I might have a message that might be in, in minority opinion tonight because it's a, it's a hard felt night. And I'm wearing my Yankees hat as we speak. Is, is that it was a good season. You're gonna, right? you're gonna wear that Yankee hat to sweep? I mean, to sleep? I, I think I might, Sal. I might. Okay. I'm gonna have to do that tonight. To, I respect to it. I respect it. But, but, but when you, when you watch 44 season, maybe some of the fans here are young. When you watch 44 years of this stuff, they the the news flash is they don't win most of the time, right? But they got to the final four. How many final four teams are talking about firing everybody? Do, do, do the Red Sox talk about that? Do the Mets talk about that? Does you know Toronto? You know, on and on and on. The Yankees were a final four team. It's a good year, and they had. We got to see the home run king of the Yankees for all time. I am mm-hmm. pleased with the year. That that's just my comments on this. No, style. that's that's fair. You're you're entitled to feel the way that you want, Ed. And I do think when you look at this year, it's going to be remembered for Judge having a historic special season. But again, it yeah. ends in disappointment. And it'd be one thing if they lost. Look, it would be bad enough if they lost to the Astros. For me, I said they have to get to the World Series or bust. They didn't have to win it necessarily. Just get to a World Series at some point. As an organization, you have to take that next step. And they've gotten further away from the goal since 2017. That's where the You're disappointment comes from. And then to get yeah. swept to boot, that's oh, where it hurts. really leaves a bad taste in your mouth. It does hurt. It does hurt. But, I, but maybe if some of the people are on the, on, the, on the ledge right now. Just keep in mind, you're a Final Four team. It, it's not the end of the world. You know, I would not. Fire well, I mean, anybody. it's 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 sports. It's not the end of the world, period. I mean, it shouldn't be. And thank you for the call. I don't want to do the Giants just yet. We'll get into that a little bit later on. So I want to let you go before you start getting into that. It's Yankees, uh, at least for the I mean, it really should be the whole show. Nothing but Yankees here. But anyway, you, know, you want to be happy with the final four team. That's up to you. I, look, me personally, depending on the season, I think in 2017, it was different. Because that team had zero expectation. And they went to Game 7 of the ALCS out of nowhere. That was a year where you look back and say, did it suck losing? Sure. However, what a year. What a fun, likable group that was. Overachieving. Baby Bombers. That was a great season. I don't think I'd feel the same way about it this year. 
Number one, I'm ticked off that the Yankees didn't build the team properly in the offseason. Nobody was excited about the Yankees' moves in the offseason. I don't even know if the Yankees were excited about those moves in the offseason. Ben Rortvet, IKF, and Josh Donaldson? Think about that for a second. This after losing in the wild card game last year to the Red Sox after a very disappointing regular season. That's the moves that they made? What'd you think was going to happen? Which is why I'm saying they kind of overachieved if you think about it. The Yankees, though, it's such a strange curve. I'll admit, as somebody who lived through it, I know some of you, especially the idiots on Twitter, are too young to even remember when the Yankees were dominant in the 90s with the dynasty. Five years old. Mommy's changing their diaper back then. They don't even know what was going on. And obviously some things never change. Is mommy still changing their diapers in their basements when they're tweeting at me? But you get the point that they, they don't. it's been a while now since those 90s teams. For me, though, as somebody who lived through it, I'm, I'm kind of brainwashed to where I expect the Yankees to get to the World Series every year. I said it since 2017. Now, obviously, going into 2017, it was different because there were no expectations that year. After what happened the year before, and the Yankees were actually sellers, something that I'm not familiar with. You know, seeing this team make the postseason every single year, it's unfamiliar territory seeing the Yankees as sellers at the trade deadline in 2016. But then 2017 of the year was supposed to be evaluation and a year of you know rebuilding. They get to Game 7 of the ALCS. After that, every year since, I've been picking the Yankees, you know, 2018, well, this will be the year they get back to the World Series. Okay, 2019, this will be the year they'll get back to the World Series. Okay, 2020, this has to be the year now. They bring in Garrett Cole, they, they solve the ace, this has to be the year. Obviously, there was different things there with the pandemic, but ended up short. Last year was the one year I was like, you know what? They didn't make any changes off of 2020, and I thought that was a huge mistake. And it turned out to be true. And then they kind of changed course a little bit. The trade deadline, it helped bringing in Rizzo. Getting to the postseason, of course, but barely and losing to the Red Sox. And here we are this year. I'm thinking, all right, well, at some point, this team's got to get over the hump. And I keep underestimating the Astros. You look at the American League, without the Astros, it's wide open. That's how I felt coming into the year. But unfortunately, the Astros are in it, so it's not wide open. And that's the one hurdle the Yankees can't get past. And the bigger issue is they've further distanced themselves from the Astros. Seven games in 17, six games in 19, four games in 2022. Just do it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal Licata back on the fan. Can you beat Vegas this football season? Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. No fancy computer algorithms. 
Wait a second. Is that meant for the Yankees? No. Hey, Yankees, listen up. No fancy computer algorithms. No guys across the pond setting lines for American sports. Just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So download the Superbook Sports app or visit Superbook.com and start your battle against Vegas right now. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800. Gambler, you know, the Yankees also have an issue with it's not just the way I feel like it's become popular to say, oh, the Yankees need to get back to small ball. Yankees need to play small ball like they did in the 90s. Yes, I mean, that would help, obviously. It's not just playing small ball, though. You want to have guys that can put the bat on the ball, put the ball in play, grind out at bats, be those postseason type players that you need. But home runs are obviously good. You can win with hitting home runs. This is not an anti-home run thing. And I feel like there's been this narrative over the years where, oh, the Yankees hit too many home runs. No, that's not the case. The problem is that sometimes home runs are harder to hit in the postseason against better pitching. That's the problem. Yeah, you saw a team like the Braves last year hit home runs. You know, Phillies are hitting home runs. Whatever, the Astros hit some home runs. Home runs... Win ball games, but you have to be able to, you know, hit them. So are you a home run hitting team against crappy pitching in August and July? Or are you a home run hitting team that could do it against any pitching in October? And, you know, again, I'm not, I hate to do this because I genuinely do feel bad for Aaron Judge. But the guy hit 62 home runs in the regular season. And, you expect more from him in the postseason. Harrison Bader should not be leading the Yankees with postseason home runs. That's a problem. That's the issue. It's not the home runs that they hit. It's when they don't hit them in the postseason. So, I mean, and I don't know the answer to it because you, you want to have Aaron Judge back, but then what happens again next year? Judge is one of the focal points of this team's postseason struggles. Right out of the gate, he was struggling against the Guardians. Right out of the gate. Lynn is calling from Manhattan. What's up, Lynn? Well, there's a number of things that I disagree with you. Uh, Cashman did not tell Aaron Boone to play Carpenter over and over and over and over and over again. Cashman didn't tell Boone to put in Smith. He got out with a double play, and he went in for the next inning, which was How a do you huge know that? mistake. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe Cashman is running the club. I just don't. The other thing well, is... Who do you think, Lynn, who do you think's running it then? I think Aaron Boone is making decisions. I really do. But the other thing is, his decisions have been a disaster and during the season and towards the end of the season. It's been a disaster. And I think he should go. I think he's been here since he won the first World Series. And then from then on in, it's been, oh, we're built to win. Well, you got to play the small ball. You got to run. You got to know what situation baseball is. When you have somebody on third base and you have one out, you got to get the ball out of the uh, uh, infield. 
you got to get the third baseman. Well, they got to play better. What? I mean, the bo- the bottom line is when they got to play better. So and you're saying I that you want personally? I personally, I don't care if Aaron Judd hit 95 home runs during the season. I couldn't care less. I'm not a fan. But this was not the first time in you're one not a fan game. Of his? No, in one game he struck out five times. Five times. Oh. He, and he strikes out a lot. I mean, he, that's that's part of the that's part of the deal. I mean, that's what the Yankees do: hit home runs and strike out. Unfortunately, it's yeah, more of the latter in the postseason. Po- we're talking about postseason. This is not the first time last year. The right. same thing. Did you hear? I mean, Lynn. That's why I called them the Yankees. Yeah, but I I've, I've had it with the excuse. Well, why you don't like that nickname? I mean, they strike out a lot. You get it, Yankees. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's great. It's great. Okay. I don't yeah. care if. Judge, though, I think he's going to go to San Francisco. It's been the rumor for weeks upon weeks upon weeks. So you want he's no looking. judge, no Cashman, no Boone next year? I want Cashman. I don't want Boone. Okay. I want I mean, Cashman. Who, Lynn, let me ask you, before I let you go, let me ask you, who hired Boone? Who hired Cashman? The defense rests. Thank you for your call, Lynn. I just don't get it. You want Boone out, but you want to keep Cashman. Who do you think fired Girardi to bring in Boone? <laughs> come on, Lane, come on. You can't put the and, – and by the way, you're saying Boone's decisions have been terrible in the regular season and the playoffs. Okay, let's just say that you're right on that. Now, I don't necessarily agree. And, again, I don't think he had a good postseason at all, but I firmly believe – this is a Yankee organizational philosophy. Keep this guy in this lane. Keep this guy in this spot. These are the numbers. And Boone is a slave to those numbers. And that's that's the problem. He's a data applicator. But let's just say that Boone was bad in the regular season and then in the postseason. At least he's consistent. What about the guys who were great in the regular season and then bad in the postseason? That's the problem. Because the Yankees won in the regular season. They won 99 games. They won a division. They hit. Playoffs, they did not. Again, disappointment and fall off in performance. Where is the consistency? Now, we're not also just judging on a very small sample size. I brought this up with the Mets because the Mets only played three postseason games and everybody wants to rip them, and rightfully so. However, it's hard to truly tell in just a three-game series. With the Yankees, they played nine postseason games. And it was the same theme basically from game one to the final game. They didn't hit. And that's it's not only this year. That's been the same thing in recent years. They don't hit. They mash in the regular season. Come playoff time, they don't hold up that same level of offense. Nowhere near it. That's the problem. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.